At Our Father's House, our prayer is that you will be blessed and strengthened by the power of Jesus Christ. We would like to thank you for joining us today as we study God's Word. Now let's join Pastor Odie. Jesus had asked him to bring this donkey, and he, he was going to fulfill a scripture. Uh, he was going to fulfill a scripture from the Old Testament, actually in the book of Isaiah, where it says, Tell the daughter of Zion, verse 5, Behold, the king comes, and he's sitting up on an ass, upon a colt, full of an ass. And the disciples went and did as Jesus had commanded them. He had told them, you know, to go down and get this donkey. He brought the ass and the colt. And put on them their clothes, and they and they set him their own. And a very great multitude spread their garments in the way. Others, others cut down branches from the trees, and they threw them in the way, and threw them in the road. And the multitude that went before. And that followed, cried, saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. Everybody say praise. Come on, say it again. Shout praise. Now, I want to I I give a, uh, a footnote right here. Praise is important. I do not, by any means or any stretch of the word, Pastor Justin, want to minimize the importance of praise. Because you can, you can never minimize the importance of praise. You know, that we could talk about, and that's, it's not going to be my message, but we could talk, we could talk about that all morning. Uh, you know, the scripture says that, that he inhabits the praises of his people. He dwells there. You know, and when we start to praise him, he shows up, right? You know, we can go back to the book of uh, Chronicles where, you know, Jehoshaphat was surrounded on every side and he just, just every, everywhere he turned. But the scripture says that someone, the Spirit of the Lord moved upon someone and they said, put your singers out there. And they put the singers out there. And, 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 and the Lord said ambushments. They didn't have to fire a shot. They didn't have to do anything. They didn't have to use their weapons or spears or swords or anything like that because the praises of the people. So praise is important. Praise, and we sing it up here. Praise is a weapon. Right? It's not, it's not you know, when, when, when the worship team gets up here on Sunday morning, they're not to enter, it's not for entertainment. Praise is a weapon. I said praise is a weapon. And how many know sometimes if you're going through things and, and you're, you're having a struggle, you can, you can start to praise God. Well, we can talk about, we can, uh, just give me a couple more minutes here and I'm going to move on. But we can talk about Peter and John, we can talk about Peter and those, uh, or Paul and Silas rather in, the, in prison, midnight hour, right? End of the rope, midnight, how many of you felt like he was at the midnight hour? And, 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 and they, they started to sing a song, and y'all know the story, an earthquake came and shook the prison, all those things. Praise is important. Uh, 
but praise alone will not defeat the enemies that you're battling. Oh, Jesus. I really feel a supernatural anointing by the grace of God. Let's read on. So one more time, shout praise. Christ is riding in, and, and they're throwing their palm branches down and saying, Hosanna, Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. When he was coming to Jerusalem, all the city, all the city was moved. Everybody was moved. Can I say this to you? It's one thing to be moved, but it's another thing to be changed. Too often on Sunday morning, we just get moved. Well, the Spirit of the Lord moved up on me. I got moved. But did you get changed? I don't know about you guys, but I'm wanting change. Is anybody else in the room this morning that wants change? How many is tired of the person you are? How many is tired of the struggles that you've dealt with? Come on, is anybody out there? How many, how many wants to be different? How many wants to change? If, I, if there's anybody in the room that wants to change, can you, can you shout amen right now? Come on, if you're with me this morning in this word. You know, I... I, I I know it's so it's so easy, and, and we we as preachers we so often we want to preach those messages that that move everybody. But 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 the bottom line is it, it doesn't do any good to get you hyped up and get you all excited emotionally if come some Monday morning you're no different. It's an important word. Are you with me? I came into Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, "Who is this?" Who's this guy? And the multitude said, well, this is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth of Galilee. So they had this worship service, and everybody was moved. But then he goes to the temple. Jesus went into the temple of God, and he cast out all of them that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves. And he said unto them, It is written, My house shall be called the house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. And the blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them. Now we've went, Francis, from being moved to being healed. What's the difference? Anybody want to take a stab at it? What's the difference? Anybody see it? When the chief priests and scribes saw the wonderful things that he had did and the children crying in the temple and saying, Hosanna to the son of David, they were very unhappy. 
and said unto him, Here shall what these say. And he said, Have you not read out of the mouths of babes and sucklings thou hast perfected praise? So God spoke to me earlier in the week, and here's what he said. And this is a word for everybody, myself included, by the way. Here's what he said. He said, it's time to get back to prayer. Is there anybody in the room that's praying you feel like you're praying as much as you need to be praying? Is anybody, come on, I want to see your hand. If anybody feels like you're praying as much as you need to be praying. All right, how many feels like you need to be praying more? Come on, how many feels like you need to be praying more? Amen? Now, Donnie, Jesus said, you have made my house a den of thieves. Now, here's what the Lord spoke to me. Here's what the Lord spoke to me. What does a thief do? A thief takes something that is not his. And here's what the Lord spoke to me is, you know, we don't have, you know, the money changers. What you had was you had people, you know, at, at, at Passover, they would come and you'd have the people that would set up and they would, they would, uh, uh, take the doves and, and, and the other birds and the animals, they take these things and they would convert money changers. They would convert this into, into money. Uh, and uh, so they were used, and they were doing this in the temple. And, 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 and so the temple, Mitchell, the, the temple, and, and this is a word, the temple had lost its purpose, right? So he said, what you're doing is you're, you're making my house a den of thieves. You're turning it into a place that's for personal gain. And, and I understand that we don't have people selling stuff sitting up here in the church and selling stuff. But here's what the Lord spoke to me. He said, the pulpits today and platforms today are filled with thieves because they're full of people that are stealing my glory. What are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying that when it comes about a person, when it comes about a preacher, when it comes about a man, or if it becomes about a band, or if it comes about a worship team, it comes about a, a whatever. And then what happens is we may not be selling doves in the pews, and we may not be sitting up out there selling these things, but yet we have become thieves because no one is to get glory but God himself. And we are, and that's the problem. Oftentimes we don't see change because the glory's in the wrong place. It's this. When the glory goes to him, he's going to pour out in a way that we've never seen him pour out. And, and, and what are you saying, Pastor? When you're able to give him glory when there's nothing going on, Y'all receive that? Dislocated glory. 
And, 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 and I'm, not, I'm not throwing stones at our church. I'm just saying as the church, when I say the church, Francis, I'm talking about the church as a whole. All across the land, people are celebrating worship teams. They're celebrating music. They're celebrating buildings. They're celebrating people. They're celebrating men. They're celebrating preachers. They're celebrating this and they're celebrating that. But who's celebrating Jesus? If you can't celebrate him going down the road in your car, and then you're really not celebrating him when you get here. You're celebrating something that's here that you've allowed to make this place a den of thieves because you're stealing the glory of God. Come on, some, are y'all with me this morning? Come on, somebody give God praise. I'm talking about getting back to giving him. No, come on, get, can you give him a shout of praise? Can we give him praise this morning? He's the only one that deserves glory. I don't deserve glory. Justin don't deserve glory. No one on this platform, no church in America has anybody in it that deserves glory. Last time I checked, he's the only one that's ever walked on water. Amen? Are y'all with me? He said, my house shall be called a house of prayer, and you made it a den of thieves. You made it something... And, and I, I'm having a hard time getting away from this, but you've made it something that you want. You just want to take something for you. Now, I understand people come to church sometimes. They have needs, right? How many ever came to church had a need? I've come to church have needs. We all come to church and have needs. But when church becomes just about you, and then you become a thief. Amen? That's tough, I know. It's hard words. How about some people that want to give? How about some people that says, Lord, I'm just here for you. Amen? All right. How do we get there? How do we get there? Are you with me? He said, my house shall be called the house of prayer. Now, remember... Prior to these verses, they had thrown out the palm branches and cried, worship was taking place. I don't want to minimize worship, but hear me. This is one of the most important words I feel like I've spoken to you in a long time. Worship cannot replace prayer. Because the problem is, when you start facing those, those temptations on Monday, and you start battling with those thoughts that worship service you were in that moved you on Sunday morning will not keep you if my people which are called by my name will humble themselves and pray seek my face turn from their wicked ways then everybody shout then come on everybody shout then then will I hear from heaven I'll forgive their sin and I'll heal their land the Bible says that, that, uh, that Peter and John went 
to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. That's when the lame man was healed. You guys know the story, right? The Bible says that we are to pray without ceasing. The scripture says that Elijah prayed and it didn't rain for three and a half years. He prayed again and the heavens brought forth an abundance of rain. The effectual fervent, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Amen. So what I'm saying is you're not going to have victory over. Oh, come on. I feel this in my spirit. Young people hear me. You're not going to have victory over your struggles until you start praying. Because worship and worship, you know, you know what worship does? Worship, worship really, the, the idea of worship is for God to show up and for God to do things in the service. And then also worship is to prepare your ground for the word. I mean, sometimes you walk in the door and you're just like, I just got to get my mind right. So you get into a good worship service and God gets your ground ready. And oftentimes the reason we don't get the word is because the ground's not ready. And we go out there and then the seeds, see I'm throwing out seed and the seed is thrown out. The enemy comes, right? It's sown by the wayside. It's sown among the thorns. It's sown among, are y'all with me? And then the enemy comes and steals that word. But when it's sown into good ground, you say my ground's ready and I want to, I want to see change in my life. It's not just going to be a moving. Oh, come on. Man, I'm telling you, I feel this in my spirit. It's not just going to be a moving moment, but it's going to be a life changing decision. Come on. Is anybody with me? We got, we need more than moving moments. We need changing seasons. We need more than moving moments. And I'm calling you as your pastor, I'm calling you to start praying. All of that time you give to social media. And we wonder why sometimes we have such struggles in our minds. And then, you know, even, even in the house, I'm, t- I'm trying to be good. Y'all, y'all, are y'all with me? Even in the house of the Lord, you know, I was, I was sitting in there in the office this morning. I was praying before I came in for service and just sitting over there back in the back corner praying. And I kept hearing the doors open, the doors open, the doors open. I'm like, good Lord, even a whole, either a whole lot of people's come in late or just a whole lot of people's running in and out. It's funny how all of a sudden when people get to church, they got to go to the restroom, right? Go to the restroom before. All right, y'all help me. Come on, help you, pastor. Don't leave me hanging up here. Amen? Get serious about what you're doing. Young people, get serious about what you're doing. We got to pray. We got to pray. Look at your neighbor and say, you need to pray. Look at the neighbor on the other side and say, you need to pray. Those struggles, uh, those, it's a simple word, right? How many believe it will bring fruit in our lives? How many believe it will bring healing? He said, Scott, he said, my house shall be called a house of prayer. And we've turned it into so many other things.
we got to get back to praying. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, you need to pray one more time. When Jesus was in the garden, what did he say to the disciples? You guys remember? He said, watch and pray. Bobby said, watch and pray that you don't enter into temptation. Right? And then he came back and he looked at them again and they were asleep. He said, could you not watch for even an hour? And, you know, sometimes I find it hard. You guys have heard me say it before. And, and, you know, it's not so important as to how long you pray. It's not always the length of the prayer, but it's the strength of the prayer. But it seems we can watch a three- or four-hour movie or a three- or four-hour sporting event. But we can't pray for 15 minutes. Right? I told Wanda we were coming back from Somerset last night, and I had a wedding down there. We got back in late and on the other side of Somerset. Uh, and uh, we were listening to the U.K. football game, and, 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 and we turned on the radio, and that game had came on at 7.30, and it was like 9.35, and it was like halftime. I'm like, good Lord. You know, with, with sports today, Dave, it was so much advertising and all these things, and uh, you know, where they're offering all these players these big shoe contracts and stuff, even the college players. I love you, David. There's so much money. So much money. David loves me. You love me, David? But you know, I'm just making, just make, well, I'm sorry, Dave, but, but just make the point of so much, so much money, right, and advertising and all this stuff. Used to you sit down and watch a ball game, it was three hours. Now it's two hours, over two hours just for one half. But yet we still watch them, right? Or we still listen to them. Well, not everybody. Some of you could care less. Yeah, but uh, but the point I'm trying to make is, we don't, you know, if we are a sports fan or if we are a movie fan, a movie buff, we have no problem sitting down and doing that for hours. Shouldn't it tell you something? Why does the enemy fight so much against you praying? That's where your power comes from. That's where your strength comes from. That's how you overcome. You know, and then when those thoughts come, you start thinking, oh, you know what, you know what, you know when those thoughts come, just go pray. You think maybe after a while the enemy will say, well, Shucks, every time I try to put that thought in there, he goes and prays. I think I'm going to quit putting that thought in there. Turn it around. How many believe if we start praying that we could see supernatural revival come to Bell County, Kentucky like we've never seen before? I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. It, it, you know, worship is good, and I'm not... Minimizing in, we got to have worship. We we do. You know, it's in, you know. David said, "Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me." Bless His holy name. But that in itself, guys, is not bringing it. We got to pray. And I'm going to talk about prayer for the next few weeks. This was just an introduction. But how I many knows prayer is something you can always revisit.
I mean, how many of these prayers something that we should, we should always revisit? Now, no one in this room is exempt from praying. Well, that's the pastor's job and the associate pastor's job and the leadership's job. No one in this room is exempt from praying. Everybody needs to pray. Everybody needs to have a prayer life. I figured it up one time. If you, if you pray 15 minutes a day, you've given God 1% of a 24-hour day. 1%. Is that too much? It's 1% too much to ask. How many believe if you prayed every day sincerely for 15, every day, 15 minutes? Now, I promise you, if you pray every day for 15 minutes, that's going to get longer. But if you prayed every day for 15 minutes, how many believe it'd bring change in your life? How many believe you'd probably, how many believe you'd be different if you prayed 15 minutes every day? Amen? My house shall be called a house of prayer. If you would like to know more about Our Father's House and upcoming events, log on to ourfathershouseky.org.